How powerful is Cox Internet? Powerful enough to let your band members in Vegas, Phoenix, and Rhode Island jam like you're all in the same garage. Get Cox Internet powered by fiber with America's fastest download speeds. It's Internet built for tomorrow, today. Cox, always building better. Cox Internet is connected to the premises via coaxial connection. Speeds vary and are not guaranteed. Cox terms and other restrictions may apply. Analysis by Eucalypt Speed Test Intelligence Data. Fixed median download speeds. USQ3 2023. This is Tony Kornheiser's show. I'm Tony. We expected someone else. So what exactly is the show about? Hmm, I don't know. It's a sports show nominally. Football's over, but we're finally at a point where things matter in college basketball. And baseball season is on deck. Greatest three words in the English language, pitchers and catchers. We have some of the best voices come on and explain what matters or what makes an upset, like Ryan does, <laughs> 9 over 8. No, that's not an upset. No, yeah, it is, Bob. And if you're lucky, I might just tell you about my search for discounted sleep pants or my worries about what my dog just ate. Listen on the Odyssey app or wherever you get your podcasts. Well, my pleasure now to be joined by a guy that I've been mocking to the Kansas City Chiefs. Not making fun of him, but mocking him to the Chiefs. Yeah. I'd like to see him be a Chief. And he was actually did a top 30 visit to the Chiefs. Played at Middle Valley. Won some state titles right here in Kansas City. The University of Pittsburgh. Lucas Cruel joins us now. Lucas, good evening. Hey, guys. How you doing? Uh, I'm happy to be here. Thanks hey, for having me. We love having you on, man. I love when local kids go places. You're at Mill Valley and you go to you are at Florida. And you were at Pittsburgh. By the way, congratulations. I think you graduated from Florida and you already got an MBA at Pittsburgh. So uh, you were definitely hitting the classroom, Lucas. Yeah, absolutely. I appreciate that. Yeah, I got the undergrad at Florida and then the uh, the MBA at um, at, uh, at Pitt. So it was great. Very impressive. He started off as a pitcher, too. He, he was a pitcher. Yeah. He was actually drafted. Was it San Francisco Giants who drafted you, Lucas? Yes, sir. It was. I'm glad. Yeah, not not a lot of people uh, know that. So that's that's awesome. You you've done some some research. That's cool. Yeah, we did our homework, Jay. Uh, No, I want to get into that real quick though, because that was the first sport you chose out out of high school. Um, You know, you you went and played. You know, you committed to Arkansas and went there. Um, When you think about back to that, you know, just thinking about how you know you could have no, you couldn't be playing football. You might be still playing baseball. I don't know. What do you think about you know that decision to kind of switch back to football or that original decision uh, for baseball? What kind of win do you uh, pick in baseball? Yeah, no way he was two hundred fifty three pounds when he pitched. Maybe he was. Yeah, yeah. Well, um, you know, kind of as a young you know two way prospect growing up through high school, um, you know, not not really grown into my body and and you know really feeling out until. No, I mean, not even my senior year, but it's more so just kind of got a little bit thicker, but I was still, you know, real skinny my senior year. But, um, you know, growing up, um, young, you know, high school kid, sophomore year, I start, you know, really dialing it in in baseball. And, you know, I'm a left-handed pitcher throwing 90 miles an hour and, you know, having mm-hmm. blossomed in football. And, um, you know, when you're, you're a young kid and you're throwing, you know, 90 from the left side, you know, that's going to get a lot of people interested. Yeah. And, um, and, you know, so coming from this area, you know, I'm getting a lot of, no hype, a lot of love, and, um, you know, I'm kind of young and immature, and I'm thinking, like, you know, this is awesome. Like, you know, any kid my age is going to love that, and especially being, you know, I'm, I'm a young for my for my grade kind of guy, so I was 14, 15 years old, and, um, you know, I've got a ton of schools all over the country interested in me for baseball, and um, so so I'm thinking this is what I'm going to do, right? So Arkansas, you know, one of the top five baseball schools in the country every single year comes knocking, and, you know, my sister's committed to go there for school, and um, it's right down the road, not too far from home. And, you know, I thought, like, you know, this is, a, this is a perfect fit. So, you know, I commit to them, you know, my sophomore year of high school, and I'm thinking, you know, baseball is where it's at. I might not even go to college. You know, people are telling me you're going to get drafted out of high school. You're the, 
you know, you know, the next big thing in baseball. And I'm thinking, man, this is awesome. This is what I want to do. <laughs> you know, everyone's telling me to do it. So I'm um, thinking, you know, not really letting my heart kind of guide me. I'm just thinking, you know, off of hype and, you know, all the, the press and all the love I was getting. I was like, yeah, this is what I got to do. And, you know, uh, my senior year in football, you know, we went state. You know, I have, you know, X amount of yards, touchdowns. And, you know, I finally, you know, kind of, you know, so, you know, emerge as a, as a football guy too. And, you know, all these schools kind of come in late and start, you know, wanting me to play football. But I was already, you know, thinking, no, no way. Why would I do that? I got million dollars on the line to go play baseball. Like, that's what I'm going to do. And so at the time, you know, I'm thinking – I'm going to Arkansas, so I, I do. You know, I go to Arkansas, you know, 2016 for my, you know, freshman year. And, you know, at Arkansas, if you're not perfect, you're not going to play. And a lot of young guys really don't there. And um, so I redshirted. And then, you know, end of the year, I'm, you know, figuring out what am I going to do next? You know, what, what's my role in the team going to be the next year? And, you know, I was always thought I was a starting pitcher. And um, at the time for that next season, you know, we had a, a loaded staff at Arkansas and they were kind of seeing me kind of in the back of the bullpen, maybe closer, setup kind of guy. And I was thinking, you know, I think not playing that one year also my freshman year, I need to go get innings, you know, especially if I'm going to figure this thing out. Um, but just kind of being away from the community and all those people, you know, kind of guiding me to, to do this one sport kind of, when I got to college, I started realizing, like, you know, I don't, I don't think I love this. You know, my heart's, you know, not really in it. Um, so I decided to go to a junior college and try to give it one more shot, figure it out, and either, you know, go in the draft or, you know, go to another D1. And while I'm there, I just completely realized, like, this is – I miss football. This is not where my heart's at. You know, I reached out to my high school coach, um, Coach Appleby at Mill Valley, and, you know, I, I wouldn't be here without him today. You know, I let him know, you know, I – I want to come back and play football. You know, I don't even know what to do. I haven't played in a year or two. Like, you know, what what can I do? And um, so he reached out to all those schools that were interested in me in high school and um, kind of just got it rolling, sent out my high school film, you know, on a week off. I came home and, you know, I ran, did some video of me running routes just so they could get it out so I, they could see what I look like now versus, you know, back when I was a skinny 210-pound, you know, kid in high school. They could see me moving, you know, 250. And, um and yeah, so you know, I didn't, I didn't quit at JUCO. Decided I was going to finish that season, and you know, I ended up kind of becoming, you know, what Arkansas thought I would have been, which is more like a closer type guy. And um, finished the season there. My junior college went to the JUCO World Series, and uh, it was a lot of fun. And, and then I ended up getting drafted by the San Francisco Giants. But, um, but yeah, so then, you know, I'm everyone already knows I'm going back to play football. Uh, the Giants were kind of more like a shot in the dark. Let's see if we can, you know, offer them enough to try to get them to turn it down and right. come play baseball still. But um, but I was all about football, man. You know, I missed it. You know, I think, you know, I never regret what I've done because I think my story is, is so unique. And, and, you know, maybe one day I'll write a book on it. I don't know. But, uh, <laughs> you should, I man. Know it. Yeah, but I think it's so cool because, you know, I decided to go back to what my heart told me to do, which was always on the football field. And I just took time to – I needed to be, you know, I needed a mature one, be on my own and really realize it myself and what, you know, I truly loved – and, you know, growing up, my dad was my, you know, my football coach all through, you know, Pee Wee and everything like that. And, you know, he played football at uh, Kansas State for Bill Snyder. And, you know, was, we've always had that connection. But, you know, growing up, they never would sway me one way or the other. They just always told me, you know, we're going to, you know, we're going to support you no matter what, which is awesome. And, um, and you know, that's, you know, that was, that was so great having. But 
you know, it took me to be on my own to realize, you know, this this isn't, you know, where my heart's at. I don't love this. I love football, and, you know, that's what brought me back to the game. And um, like I said, Coach Appleby, I wouldn't wouldn't be where I am without him. You know, he's doing all the behind-the-scenes work, talking to all these schools. And, you know, like I said, he mentioned or he reached out to the schools interested in me in high school. And, you know, he's that's like Kansas State, KU, Missouri, Iowa State, kind of all the locals. And they're like, you know, yeah, we remember him. You know, we'd love to – you know, see what he looks like now, bring him in. You know, I was just looking for an opportunity, not thinking I'm going to get a scholarship. I haven't but, played in a year. And so he's, you know, all these schools are like, yeah, we, we'd love to bring him in and, uh, you know, have him earn a scholarship through camp. You know, he's got the build, you know, he's got the athletic ability, you know, everything you kind of look for. And then SMU down in Dallas, uh, Southern Methodist, they were the first school to offer. And when they offered, it was just kind of like a snowball effect. Ended up getting like 13 offers and, um, and came down to Florida, uh, Ole Miss, Missouri, and Kansas State, and you know, ultimately picked Florida because it was a, a really good situation. Yeah, it's yeah. good stuff too because you, you end up down. We're talking to Lucas Cruel, a tight end from uh, University of Pittsburgh, went to locally at Mill Valley. So yeah, baseball to Arkansas, Florida tight end, t- the Pittsburgh tight end. You, you played Kenny Pickett, yeah. and he loves football too. There's your answer right there. Is that's what they always ask him? Do yeah. you love football? Yes. Clearly, Lucas loves football, but also you get to play with Kyle Pitts down at Florida. That had to have been a good influence. Oh, no doubt. And, and you know, when I, when I came in, that was his freshman year. So for me, it was my football freshman year, but it was my retro sophomore year. So I'm coming in more as, you know, a little more matured and, but obviously not on the football field. You know, I, I got to relearn a lot of things and, and, you know, get back into it. And so when I get there, Kyle comes in more as a receiver and, um, you know, we have, it was a, you know, it was a really good situation. I had three years left and there was three senior tight ends um, on that 2018 team that I joined and they were awesome. I mean, I, I wouldn't be, you know, the kind of guy, the kind of teammate, the kind of player I am without them kind of getting me back into, you know, football shape and football, you know, all the skill sets that, you know, you need that you don't think you needed in high school. And um, it's just, you know, it's different from high school to the SEC ball. And, um, yeah, so Kyle, he was, you know, a receiver, and I had these three older seniors kind of guiding me and, um, and, you know, showing me the steps. So, you know, my first year there, I knew I wasn't going to be a key guy on offense knowing they had this three senior tight ends. And so I was like, you know, whatever I could do to get on the field. So I was, you know, busting my butt to get on special teams and just, you know, reserve tight ends at the end of the game, you know, when we're up big and, and whatnot, or special trick plays, you know, two for two at Florida with uh, throwback passes. And, and you uh, can throw too, I think, right? Because you have a baseball background, you can throw two yeah, on trick plays. Yeah, probably chuck it. Yeah, and I was a, yeah, I was a quarterback, you know, all my life until, you know, junior year of, of high school too. So, um yeah, so that, you know, that was pretty fun and yeah, so, you know, going in that season I knew, you know, whatever I could do to just help the team win and, you know, get on special teams and then that next year was, you know, all those seniors were gone and that could have been my year, you know, to step up and, you know, be that next guy. And um, you know, going into 2019 season in the fall camp, they, you know, decided to bring Kyle back to the tight end room. And so, you know, all through fall camp, you know, him and I are battling back and forth and then, you know, get to the season and ultimately, you know, he's getting majority of the snaps and, you know, I'm getting the, the Tiger, the 12 personnel, you know, two tight end set stuff. And, you know, he's getting the, you know, kind of all the, the catches, all the, you know, down the field stuff. And, um, and I'm more so block and kind of getting the dummy routes. And, um, and at the end of that year, I, I knew what kind of a player he blossomed into and I knew what kind of a player I was too. I was just, you know, stuck behind one of the, you know, generational greats. And, um, and knowing that, and before COVID was a thing, I knew I was graduating early and had an opportunity with one year left to, you know, look to grad transfer and, um, you know, ultimately get to where I want to be. And that's the NFL, which I'm hoping, you know, comes to life here, you know, this next weekend, which it will. And there you go. I like that attitude, Lucas. Yeah. 
Absolutely. Yeah. And so, you know, that's when I decided to um, to go ahead and, and go to that portal, knowing, you know, Kyle Pitts would have been back next year. And, um, and you know, that's where I found the home at, at Pitt, which, you know, became you know, a dream come true with, you know, a guy named Kenny Pickett, who I don't know if you guys have heard. But <laughs> yeah, yeah, a few, few times. Yeah. Yeah, and uh, pretty good quarterback right there, and uh, yeah, you know he's he's phenomenal, and and getting an offense with him and, and our offensive coordinator coach Whipple, um, you know, really worked out great, and um, so I get there in 2020, everything's you know turning out just how you know I planned it, you know, everything's looking great, and get to the 2020 season, and uh, you know I, I sprained my MCL and and uh, get hurt, so I missed that shortened season because of COVID also, and then um, and then luckily because of COVID, I got granted a six year. Um, so I was able to come back with Kenny Pickett again, and then, uh, you know, the rest is history. You know, we won the ACC championship, and uh, we really kind of run the league, and uh, it was a lot of fun to do, and uh, it put me in a really good situation for uh, for this next weekend. Well, I'd be remiss to, to say, Lucas, I mean, you know, you sound like a prideful guy. You're from the area. I mean, you're not the only local prospect in this year's class, which is actually really cool. Um, you know, I, 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 I believe you have worked out with, with some of these guys, but just – you know, how, how much pride do you take in, work, you know, uh, the fact that you and, and Garrett Prince, the tight end UAB, C.J. Perez, the, cent, the center from Temple, Deron Lowe, the cornerback from Liberty. These are all guys that grew up in the same area as you, just different high schools. And, and I will say, I, I, I can't not say this. I was actually in the same graduating class as you from Shawnee Mission Northwest. So I'm also proud of you guys, oh, awesome. you know, seeing that. So just how much pride do you take and how much, you know, communication do you have with the other local prospects uh, in this class? Well, coming from Northwest, and you got to know about CJ then. Exactly. Yeah. No, CJ's my guy. Yeah, I love yeah, CJ. Yeah, no, yeah, CJ. Yeah, CJ. He's one of my real close friends, friends too. And I mean, all those guys you named it. You know, I finally I never um, had never met Garrett until we were at the East West Shrine together. Oh, okay. Um, so that was awesome to finally get to meet him. And yeah, Duran know him growing up, and um, and CJ, and uh, yeah, and Garrett now. So you know, this it's super exciting. And like you said, you know, us guys, you know, coming from Kansas, you don't, you don't see that quite often. Right. I mean, you got the Isaiah Simmons, the Darren Sproles. And, but at the end of the day, you don't have the, the guys like you get from Florida where there's 25 guys a year coming out, you know? So that's what I think makes us so special is, you know, it's a limited group of guys, but you know, hardworking guys that are super proud of where they come from and know that they had to work so hard to get to where they are. Hey, I tell you what, Lucas, you look at your pro day and as as ridiculous numbers you put up. Four five four forty. Your forty vert broad jump and shuttle uh would have been among the top four tight ends. I mean, those your numbers would yep. have ranked the top four tight ends. It, it's insane. But you know, what would you hear from the pro day? Because I know a lot of scouts are there. I think most every team had a scout at your pro day and you know, working out. I know well, you're still working out in Pittsburgh, right? You're still working out in the area? Yeah, so um yeah, you know, Getting up to the pro day, um, obviously, you know, I didn't get the invite to the combine, which, you know, was, you know, disappointed in. But at the end of the day, that was, you know, that was out of my control. And, um, you know, I thought I did what I needed to do in the season to to get that um, invite. But at the end of the day, um, you know, I'm proud of what I've done and, and, um, and what I did at my pro day. But, yeah, you know, I'm, uh, I worked out down in uh, Fort Lauderdale um, at XPE to, you know, get ready for the pro day. And then – um, from pro day after um, till right now, I was in Pittsburgh um, training there with the with the strength staff at Pitt, and then um, now I just got home back uh, back home in Kansas City last night uh, back here in Shawnee. Nice, but yeah, um, I mean that's you know it's frustrating you know as as a guy that you know does you know um, you know thinks he puts himself in a, in a really good situation to get invited to the combine, and it's a it's a pride thing you know it's something that. You know, you dream of doing, um, you know, you know, getting to put yourself on that platform. Um, so, you know, when, when you don't, when you, you know, when you miss the opportunity, I guess, 
um, you know, it's, it's frustrating, but again, like I said, I couldn't control it and I controlled what I could, which was, you know, busting my tail and then put myself in a, a great situation to thrive at pro day. And that's exactly what I did. So, well, you know what, you put these numbers up and you had Kenny Pickett to throw to you at the pro day. So all those are good things, Lucas. And the one thing too, is you had a top 30 visit with the chiefs and you'll get, I've always said this, man, it didn't matter, you know, combine, no combine or, or small school from division one, double a, instead of one a, they'll find you, man. Like they'll find you. No doubt. Well, like you said, like you'll be at a guy named Kenny Pickett at my pro day. And, uh, That's pretty good. you know, with him, yeah, with him throwing to me, you know, we had, um, every, <laughs> you know, we had all 32 teams there. So at the end of the day, um, it really became like a, a private combine for me. Um, you know, that was, that was what was so great about it. And that's why I wasn't really, you know, overly upset about it because I knew everyone was going to be in attendance to watch him and, and me and, um, you know, other guys that we had coming in pro day. So, um, at the end of the day, you know, it was a perfect situation for me to go out there and, and, uh, show out. And that's what I did. And I, I got a lot of people turning their heads again saying, you know, who's that guy and making sure they remembered me from the season. So did you grow up a Chiefs fan, Lucas? Just curious. I did, yeah. So, yeah, nice. I mean, I was born in uh, Altoona, but I was only there for a couple years in, in uh, Pennsylvania and then was down in Texas for um, for four years down in Dallas area and then been here ever since. So uh, definitely grew up a Chiefs fan and, and been through it all. You know, you know a lot of people kind of will say they got on the Chiefs as, as Mahomes era started, <laughs> but, I mean, I was here with the, with the Matt Castle and the yeah. Trent Greens. Oh, and yeah. So, yeah, so, yeah, we, we've been through the ringer, so. And also, Lucas, I read this article uh, in Pittsburgh uh, from Pittsburgh about you and how you had worked out with Aaron Donald's local trainer, and also said that uh, you had an opportunity uh, to catch passes from the late uh, Dwayne Haskins. Yeah, um, yeah, super heartbreaking, yeah. Um, man. I mean, uh, I still get chill. I get chills right now thinking about it, man. It was, you know, Kenny and I were in the indoor not but three weeks ago. Um, you know, just having a, a big chop session, talking ball and just talking life with Dwayne. And, and that's the thing is, is he's such a great guy. And, um, and it, it's frustrating because, you know, the media wants to portray, you know, the, the way, he, you know, the things on the field, which end of the day, this is a human being. And, and, and it's frustrating sometimes because people get lose sight of that. And, and that's what I want people to remember is the, the, the person he was and, and the teammate he was to all the people and, and uh, so special as a, as a player and what he did in college and, and in the NFL and, um, man, it just it, it breaks my heart um, losing a friend like him, and uh, it's, it's tough to talk about because you know sure. I, I was just texting him and getting ready to get back to work that Monday with him um, in the indoor, and uh, you know the tragic tragic um, scene happened. So, well, I tell you what, yeah, it, it, it's sad, man. I mean, yeah, I remember good things from Dwayne. I mean, he was watching what he what he did at Ohio State for sure, and following his career. I actually liked him to, to be at Pittsburgh there. I actually. Yeah. Uh, like the skill set, but uh, yeah, I saw that uh, you had worked out with him and thought you might have some uh, nice things to say about uh, Dwayne. But Lucas, uh, I'm glad you chose football, man. I think the sky's the limit for you. Love watching your film. I mean, you killed it this year on the football field, second team, all ECC. So uh, I'm really, really hoping to hear your name uh, next weekend. I appreciate that, man. Me too. And uh, yeah, it's just like you said, the sky's the limit and we're just getting started. So I, I can't wait. Uh, I'm super excited for my future. Oh, me yeah. too. Yeah, good luck, Lucas. Good luck, man. Yeah, good luck with the uh, first you. car you buy. <laughs> yeah, yeah. No, I, uh, yeah, I'll, uh, I'll be, I gotta be smart with my money. So, we'll, uh, <laughs> I think I got, a, I got a pretty nice truck right now that's doing just fine. Well, just so say so. I'll yeah. Well, it's Neil now. Yeah. I mean, you could get paid at pit last year, you know? Yeah, <laughs> there you go. Yeah. I know. I know it. 
no doubt. <laughs> you need to get some of the Mill Valley sponsors to throw some cash away right? too yeah. for meal deals. I mean, it doesn't yeah. matter. First NFL yeah. player from Mill Valley, I got to imagine. Yeah, I, mean, yeah. I, I mean, have to imagine. Five state titles they've had there now with Applebee. I mean, it's just a yeah. football factory, man. Yeah. It is a factory. Oh, Look. my gosh. And, yeah, I'm a part of the OGs. So That's I right. It. It's, it's, uh, it's awesome seeing what they're doing there now. So, I mean, I just drove by. I literally coming back. I just had a workout, a uh, second workout this evening. And I was go. driving by because I was, I was told that they had um, they got a whole new um, turfed football or a baseball field, softball field, and soccer. So, I had to check it out. And, I mean, they're really, I mean, they're, they're really turning that thing um, to something you, um, that I've never seen in Kansas. So, it's, <laughs> it's, it's really cool. Lucas, they'll be hitting you up for checks here in a couple of years. Or Venmo yeah. or something. Well, I'd be happy. I'd be happy because uh, I wouldn't be here without Coach Appleby. So, so uh, it's a lot of love. A lot of love. Well, Lucas, we're pulling for you, my man. Local guy, doing well. Um, great career, both on the field and classroom as well. You've you've done well for yourself. Thank you very much for joining us tonight. Hey, man, it's an honor to be here, and I really appreciate the time and uh, and the opportunity. So, Thanks. thank you so much. Thanks, Lucas. Appreciate that, man. Lucas Cruel, University of Pittsburgh. How can you not like that guy, man? Why? Why? If you Why? have T-Mobile 5G home internet, you might be hearing this Why? a lot. Why? Every time your internet slows down during the busiest hours. Why? Why? Because your network gives priority to cell phone users. Why? Why? Good question. Why not switch to Cox Internet with two times faster download speeds than T-Mobile 5G home internet during peak hours? Okay. Stop the whys and visit cox.com slash 5G home for details. T-Mobile prioritizes certain T-Mobile phone users over home internet users during times of congestion. We all agree that reducing carbon emissions is a good thing. And once again, Toyota is leading the way. We hear a lot about fully electric vehicles, and Toyota has them, with more coming in. But we also know a BEV is not for everyone, whether it's because of cost, range, or concern about finding a charging station when you need it. Plus, the raw materials used to manufacture batteries are limited. Enter Beyond Zero, Toyota's vision for a carbon-neutral future in vehicles, and in manufacturing plants, too, in the years ahead. The materials used to make just one long-range battery for an EV could be used to make batteries for six plug-in hybrids or 90 gas-electric hybrids. That's why Toyota's position today is electrified, diversified, empowering you to choose how to reduce your own carbon footprint with the vehicle that's right for you, a hybrid, plug-in hybrid, or battery EV. So shop, learn more, and get details at toyota.com slash beyond zero. Toyota, let's go places.